0: Why hello, my name is Ebony and welcome to part 7, the finale of the FilmSpark special The Story of Blair Witch. This is a 7 part special to break down and deep dive into the lore of the Blair Witch and the associated films. This is part 7 where I discuss everything we've gone over in the series including my reviews and thoughts on the media explored. So grab a snacky snack and get comfy as we dive down into part 7 of the Blair Witch rabbit hole. (laughs) I've always considered myself an obsessor over the first film, The Blair Witch Project. I have the poster in my office, I've seen the film more times than I can count, I've seen the sequels, and even some of the mockumentaries. However that there is the key word, some. When beginning this journey, I would never have thought I would learn so much and that there was so much media surrounding the franchise available. Between multiple mockumentaries and three motion picture films, there is something for everyone within the franchise. If you love your true crime, then the mockumentaries bring a fresh take on the franchise for you providing the information in a realistic and believable manner. If you just enjoy a good horror film that leaves you wanting more in the best way possible, then the first film, The Blair Witch Project, is the one for you, drawing you into the lives of these three teens and hanging on every clue and noise like you're right there with them, however, also leaving enough of a conspicuous ending to debate on what you really just witnessed. Maybe you're into films that are self-aware and a little early noughties goofiness. Then Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows is for you. It's a fun popcorn horror that brings additional elements to the lore of the Blair Witch. Sure, it's not a perfect film by any means, however that doesn't make it a bad film. If you understand the direction the film takes and understand how self-aware it is, then you can have a lot of fun with this one. It's one I'd recommend to watch with friends and see if you can pick up on the clues along the way. And then there's Blair Witch from 2016, and honestly, this could go either way for many people. For fans of the original, this may not be the film for you. They completely gloss over a lot of detail, bring in elements that make no sense and completely destroy the mystery of the witch and what she looks like. However, as a standalone film, there's enough information in the beginning to fill you in on what you need to know, going in that you could watch this completely detached from the series and have a good time. If you don't like the fact the original is you hanging with more questions and answers then this could be the film for you. Filled to the brim with twists and turns and jump scares galore this is the standard run of the mill horror film. Predictable in some aspects and completely wacky in others it has a little bit of everything for everyone. Overall this series has opened my eyes to so much more of the lore behind The Blair Witch. The amount of marketing behind every film and the lengths the directors will go to to keep a good thing hidden. With that being said, let's get into my final thoughts and reviews of all, all of my ratings and other ratings and reviews can be found on my Letterboxd, ebuny 6 on Letterboxd, also available in my link tree found in the description of every single episode. Now let's get this started. Mockumentaries bring another level to the franchise that you don't really see these days with films anymore. Bringing you details and information into the lore brings another depth to the films, allowing you to really immerse into the franchise. Curse of the Blair Witch was a good introduction that brings in interviews and backgrounds on the Three Missing Teens. Overall, I rated this a 3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Sticks and Stones, diving more into the evidence left behind Sticks and Stones is a great addition to the franchise showing how the public debates on if the whole thing is a hoax or a real phenomenon. 2.5 out of 5 Shadow of the Blair Witch, a mockumentary about the real Jeff Patterson and his obsession with the Blair Witch Project is used to bring a more realistic approach going into Blair Witch 2. However, after seeing the first Blair Witch film and understanding the difference between what is real and what isn't, this isn't as effective as some of the other mockumentaries associated within the franchise. This one gets a one and a half out of five on Letterboxd. The Burkittsville Seven. My favourite of the available mockumentaries, The Burkittsville Seven brings another dimension to the search and the lore of and Parr. The mockumentary show itself as a documentary following a film archivist. Who was obsessed with the story of Rustin Parr, his trial, and what really happened in the woods of Burkittsville. Although it's my favourite, I did only give it a 2.5 out of 5, which is slightly lower than The Curse of the Blair Witch, because you already have a lot of this information going in prior. However I do like the way that they try to make this feel like a real documentary and that you're following a real person deep diving into The Blair Witch Project. It should be no surprise by now that if you're a listener of this podcast, you know my love of this film. It introduced me to horror and opened my eyes to a world I never knew could exist. It created a love and appreciation of film and I owe so much to this film. I love and adore it and watch it on a regular basis. This I give a 4.5 out of 5. Blair Witch 2 The Book of Shadows. When I first saw this film, I was angry. I didn't understand how this properly connected into the franchise and thought it was a mockery of the original. However, as time has gone by I've grown to appreciate the film. Once you realize how self-aware the film is and the direction they're trying to take you, you can learn to enjoy it for what it is. By no means is it a great film but nor is it a bad film. I've given it a 3.5 out of five. Blair Witch 2016 Ah, here we go. The bane of my existence within the franchise. I despise this film. It actually makes a mockery of the original and proves Adam Wingard understood absolutely nothing that made the original as great as it was. Elements aren't required. Twists and turns that add absolutely nothing to the film nor the franchise and a physical image to the witch that makes the naked woman CGI in It too look like a masterpiece. Now I know going into this... Uh, episode I did say that it has its good and bad points. I am reviewing it purely based on the fact that I've seen the films before it and my appreciation of the franchise as a whole. If I was to go into this as a standalone film, it wouldn't be a lot higher for me personally, but I can see how others would enjoy it. Because of that, I've rated it 1.5 out of 5. The book series is interesting in the way they are written and each is like its own mystery. The beginning of the franchise starts well, however loses traction the more you dive into the books. They're worth a read for the sake of saying you've read them, however not a series I will be revisiting. As a whole, that's 2 out of 5. And then finally, we come to the end of the series, the video game. Now since writing the script and recording the previous episode 6, I've come to learn there was actually 3 games prior to the Blair Witch video game released in 2019. Now as I haven't played these games, I can't comment, and sure, I may revisit them in a later episode, but for now, I will leave them for you to discover on your own. Blair Witch the Video Game 2019 is enjoyable enough for what it is. It's not terrifying, and doesn't add much to the lore itself but it's a game worth playing at least once, with a rating of 2.5 out of 5. Now ladies and germs, that brings us to the end of the first FilmSpark miniseries, The Blair Witch Story, a deep dive into the Blair Witch lore and associated media. I hope you've enjoyed this series as much as I have, and keep an eye out for the next incoming series. The Dark Origins of Disney, where I deep dive into the original fables the Disney stories you've grown to love, came from with a special episode at the end discussing the darkness within Disney itself and Walt Disney himself. My name is Ebony, this has been a Film Spark special, and thank you for listening. You were just listening to the Film Spark podcast for all your film needs and more. Like what you heard? Give us a shot. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and more. Or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod. You know what? Just follow us on everything. Check out the link tree. Linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod. Find us, follow us, give us a shout. We always want to hear from you. You're still here? It's over. Go home.